This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the Besotted Prada West London podcast. We're at the Valley. Final whistle's just gone. Ben Rama's just coming over. Happy the away fans. And uh, it's like deja vu. Groundhog Day yet again. Brentford. Playing the ball, passing the ball around, doing what they have to do, but no end product. Charlton have one chance. They scored their one chance yet again. It was like Birmingham City revisited. Charlton Athletic one, Brentford nil. And to be honest with you, a lot of people are saying this is looking a bit like Man- no, the Mariners Dykehausen era. This is looking a little bit like Brentford all over the place era. There's something quite not right. On the pitch out there, it's not quite not right at the moment, is it? That's what. It's quite not right, is it? No, it's not. No, it's not gelling. It's there's something badly missing there. I'm not sure. No momentum. No momentum. Uh, there's no drive from midfield. No focus up front. I don't know. It's lacking something. They defended really well. I have to give them that. But yeah, we didn't have the guile to unlock them. I mean, we've been talking about the guile to unlock for quite a few games now, and I mean, no, we keep on pointing to Malpay. Missing, but I don't think it's just necessarily all about a man up front. There seems to be a lot not happening in, in quite a few parts of the pitch. Absolutely, yeah. There, there's, yeah, I think I think confidence has gone. I'm not sure. Uh, some players aren't stepping up. I know what the answer is. Um, got players injured. Just coming back. We, I think we definitely miss an enforcer at the back, like Makocho to drive forward out of defence uh, yeah it's, it's a tricky one there's something definitely missing so. I mean listen we were watching this game today and, and, and the frustration was there because it just yeah. wasn't quite happening tell us what it was happening. I don't know what's quite happening it's, it's difficult we, we, we've lost our presence in midfield we lost a massive massive influence in midfield with Sawyers he was brilliant, he made our team tick. We've got two new players in midfield come from a different country. Neither of them have played recently. Feels like we're, we're, we're lacking massively. I've got to be honest, I'm not sure about Ollie Watkins as a centre forward. You know, he tried hard today, but he doesn't have the hold-up play. We, lo- we, we seem to lack coherence. I don't know, it's a bit worrying if I'm honest. 
It's a bit worrying, and also, I mean, the thing is that it seems that we seem to be scared to have a go. We like a pass, and we love a pass, we love and a we pass. get passing and passing and passing yeah, around in the edge of the box instead yeah. of having a go. And I know it sounds quite old-fashioned yeah. to say just have a pop, but sometimes have a dip. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Very frustrating day. I got annoyed with the referee. It wasn't great, but if I'm, I'm honest, I was frustrated with our, with the team's performance. I mean, Ben yeah. Rama came on today, and obviously you can see that he was trying to yeah. do what he had to do. Him, him, him and Camo, but he wasn't quite linking up with Brian. Rico, I thought, you know, looks he's got great, his touch is brilliant, but his decision-making in, in attacking areas for me sometimes, you know, lacks a little bit. I don't know, I really, I, it's, it's not clicking at the moment, is it, let's be honest. So are you, I mean, it's very early days, but are you a little bit concerned? I'm always a bit glass half empty because I'm a, a long-time Brentford fan, but I, I mean, I don't even relegation material, but I, I'm, I'm, I can't see a top six team out there at the moment, if I'm honest. So, <laughs> You know, listen, we're in the valley here. People are, um, well, we're just, people are just standing around. They, 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 they don't know what's going on here. It's like, we got, we, we, we won that game, nil one, didn't we? Oh, mate, all that dominance, very little end product. Um, players at the end looked a little desperate. Um, and Bromo and Ben Rama just weren't going past their man. Fair play to Charlton at the end. They put 10 bodies uh, behind the ball. I don't know how they saved that. I don't know how we didn't score at the end there. Um, they threw their bodies at it and just a mistake that cost us really um, but we keep saying I'm not being funny but we keep on saying yeah, there's yeah. the mistake cost us we played recession uh, we've been unlucky honestly last season the season before how many more seasons and we keep going on saying this same thing the whole time we get a new team and we have to get new players in and then we have to wait for them to gel and then other players leave and then and I'm saying it's like yeah. how, how long is this going to go on for well it'll go on for until we can uh, we finally get that sustainability in terms of off the field Every year we have to sell our best players. Um, we're selling them for good money. We're bringing in good players. We know they're good, but just that, just need that little bit of cohesion. It'll come over time, but it's all about how many points we can we can pick up till uh, the first international break. I think we need to win against Derby next week. Um, that's a given. Just to lift the mood of the fan base. There's people arguing in the, in the, in the stands. There's frustration spilling over at the end. So we just need to we need to win from somewhere, Billy. We need to win. Should have been today, really. Major disappointment here. Bees just just like strolling out outside the ground, outside the station. Not much buzz. Heads down. It's not been a great day, has it? Well, it's been a great pre-match, of course. Kick football out of football. But as soon as three o'clock came, it was the usual. But it, yeah, as always, great great pre-match. But the ninety minutes come up, and it was extremely disappointing. Or it should have been more than the ninety-five that actually the ref allowed us to play um, the one thing I would say is that when Makocha and Benrama came on um, in the 60th minute and one has to wonder why it took until the 60th minute for them to come on that was disappointing uh, sorry they were great but it was disappointing it took, took so long to come on and I think if once we got Benrama and Makocha back up to full fitness then we could be seeing uh, a different team the key is that we have got to stick with this team we've got to stick with the management we've got to stick with the head coach it's absolutely no good getting on everybody's backs we've got to show our support because at times like this we've all got to dig in and do the right thing um you know the result today was disappointing the result last uh, wednesday at leeds was disappointing but hey it'll come right i'm sure it will we got the, we got the shot we got the shot in the house here and uh, no, I'm saying, congratulations today and tell you something it was a it wasn't a game of two hours but Charlton did what they had to do i mean they got their their chance and they put it away that's it absolutely one shot one goal and then but i don't like that kind of football it's better to go forward to score more goals if you can but 
sometimes you've got to do this. You can only do, how, you can only play how the other team lets you play. But, but also the other thing is, I mean, obviously Charlton, this is your first season back in the championship for quite a few seasons now so obviously the first thing for you is, is survival so <laughs> you're going to take the wins any way you can aren't you? of course absolutely yeah precisely yeah that's another few another three points to survival or or anything better that comes along i mean brentford came today i mean there's a lot of frustration in the brentford end there are fans sort of arguing with each other fighting with each other they were shouting about the manager about the players there you know I know that you might have seen the game slightly different to us, but we've seen us play that type of lovely passing football all the time, but not get the results. How did you see Brentford today? Uh, probably what you've said, to be quite. So I'm not copying out, but that's absolutely right. For the finishing, you know, just clinical. Where you need a, you need a striker, you need someone. I mean, there was a, a few instances where shots were put over the ball, over the ball, well over the ball, and they were good chances. And that's what you need. You need a striker. And in the second half as well, I mean, we, we changed it up a little bit. We brought on Ben Rama, the number 10, who's been out injured since April. You know, he changed it up. We also brought Makocho, who's the number 12, who's been at the African Nations and he hasn't played for a while. So that was his first sight back in a Brentford shirt. And we, 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 we started to look a little bit of a better side probably in the last 15 minutes. I'd agree. Definitely agree. Yeah, I, um, that's all I can say. You were. I mean, well, you, can, you see how we was defending. Uh, and bodies on the line, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, precisely. And how many bodies were in the line in that last few minutes as well? Oh, that was all, yeah, all, 11. <laughs> oh, no, no, 10. 10, 10, yeah. Was your, heart, was your heart in your mouth? Well, yeah, that was, yes. Yeah, so I won those games, but sometimes you sit through those games and they're the type of games, that's football. Yeah, and all, also, always with Charlton, we've got to be falling up with two minutes to go before we say, right, we've got to win here, yeah. And that's it, that's following football, as you probably know. That's yeah. right. So listen, Charlton have had a decent, like I said, decent little run and, and you must be you must be in the top three at the moment now. Have second. you seen the second? They are second, Bowl accounts, yep, they're second. So so I mean I mean are you are you thinking you might be emanating a bit of a Sheffield United this season or are you just oh, gonna no. see how it goes? We shall wait and see. No, stopping up's the first thing. And that's that's, that's always any any season, that's it. As long as you get enough points to stay up and then anything else, take it from there. All right, safe journey home. Yep, cheers, Andrew. And rest of, good luck for the rest of the season and in your new ground. When's that? It's next season. Next though, season, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's nice for the motorway. That's, that's right. A bit of rugby, a bit of football, but hopefully football will win the day. Yeah, good. <laughs> no, nothing. So we listen, strolling back to the river. As we say, we tried to kick football out of football before the game, but we thought instead, actually, no, let's go and do due diligence and get down and see the match today. But to be quite honest with you, we're going back to kicking football out of football as we are, well, we're burned out the pub because what happened on the pitch there wasn't overly exciting, was it? No, it wasn't, but I think we play, played fairly well. Uh, there were some disappointing uh, players. I didn't think Norgard and Macondas did a very good job. But other than that, uh, all the players were good. And when Camo and, uh, and uh, Said came in, we actually played very well. So we were very unlucky not to uh, equalise. But, well, one of those days, actually. I mean, it's one of those days. But, I mean, <laughs> like I said to you, I mean, I've said this before. With, uh, with Charlton... Athletic today, they've done what a number of teams have done. They've got the ball, they put the ball in the back of the net, and all of a sudden we're ruining missed chances or chances that we haven't quite created ourselves, or the fact that we've had lots of possession and not done anything with it. Yeah, we, we had very few shots on goals, to be honest, but except for the last 10 minutes or so. Uh, we had one, was that Canos? Uh, but other than that, we, we, we're losing a goal. We, we're not having a goal scorer really at this point, so we need one. I guess Malpay is very missed. I mean, I mean, Malpay is missed, but you know, so it doesn't all revolve around one player, though, should it? Or should it? 
No, it shouldn't. But I mean, um, they they keep putting the ball in the box all the time, but there's nobody there. So I could see that both Embueno and Said were very disappointed when they put the ball. Uh, perfect passes, really, but there was nobody running there to to score the ball to to, to score. So and it, and this comes down to I mean, we're not having a go at Ollie Watkins at all because he's a great player and he's a lovely bloke, but it seems to be. A little bit unnatural for him, I don't know, this position. Yeah, he's, he's probably not that killer in the, uh, in the area in front of goal, but uh, he's a good player, but he might not be used at the right position right now. I'm not sure. So we've got the Charlton here, you know. I've given them one chance to actually talk on this podcast, and they've taken it as well. Come on, Charlton. So listen, <laughs> you, you, you've done all right today, though, haven't you? So we took the chance. You guys really, really need a forward. I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, you're stating the obvious there, but I mean, it was a, it wasn't even a game of two hours. But the fact is that you were. It was a little bit all hands to the pump as well, and Charlton were defending. Um, to be fair, you defended very well today. Yeah, and you guys were very, very good. You actually played like we play. Actually played like we played on Wednesday evening, first half against Forest, passing the ball very, very well. But um, no end product. That's the problem for you guys. And. Uh, you're right, we had one chance. We, we do feel like we got out of jail on that one, to be honest. But um, that's what it's like in this league. It is that like, and we should know that. We've been here for, what, six seasons now as well. And very frustrating. First game of the season, we played Birmingham City exactly the same. They literally had one chance from 30 yards. If you do XG, their XG is 0.005 or something ridiculous. One in sort of 10,000 chance of actually scoring a goal. And they did it. And we were frustrated about that. But this is, this is slightly more frustrating. I'll tell you what's different for us is that at least with Birmingham, we were hit the post and we had lots of charts of the goalkeeper put saved. But today, even though we had a lot of play, we, we, we didn't really massively threaten, except for towards at the end when uh, you were throwing yourself at the ball. I thought you always looked threatening when you were coming into that last third, but you took a long time to get the ball in there, into the box, and then you and again, nothing, nothing doing with it. That, you know... Um, kind of almost at certain times you almost looked like you were a bit scared to put the ball in there because you didn't really know what to do with it once it got in there but um, but the approach play you're saying they look very very threatening whenever they're coming forward then by the time they get towards to, to the area then it kind of broke down um, I think we got stronger just kind of got used to it by then but uh, yeah last five ten minutes or a few um, body check what do you call it but in the line of duty sort of uh, challenges to block the ball and whatever. So, I mean, Charlton, second in the league now. I mean, are you getting ready for yourself to think that Elden second, the Premier League's beckoning? Or do you think that, you know, early on in the season now, you've been a little bit lucky? We were resilient against Stoke. We could have been 3-1 down in the first half and we were one all, and then we played really well in the second half. I think we're a bit lucky against Blackburn. But again, we're resilient. The one game we've seen where we played brilliantly was the one against Forest on Wednesday night where we should have been 4-5-0 or five nil up at half-time. But it, the reality is, is we, no disrespect to Brentford or any of the teams, we haven't played the, the, the teams that are probably going to be. You haven't played Leeds, the Derbys, you know, the teams that have just come down from the Premiership. That'll be when you can see what you're really like, I think. Yeah. I can't remember. More disappointed bees, but to be fair, the view here is absolutely teething tremendous. We're by the river now. Um, we had a few beers here before the match, and now we're having a few beers after the match. And to be fair, there's nothing like a few beers or lemonades or orange juice or coffees or anything like that to uh, to basically just take away what we saw in those 90 minutes on the pitch, is it? Yeah, well, I'd rather talk about the beers and the view and anything that you want to talk about that isn't the 90 minutes on the pitch. <laughs> and why is that, him? Um, it was kind of what we've seen at the start of this season, which is not bad but 
not scoring goals and not winning games. Uh, unfortunately, I wasn't at Middlesbrough, so all I've seen is draws and defeats, unfortunately. And, and why was there a defeat today? Um, I'd say missing a striker, probably, or missing movement up further up the pitch. Maybe being a bit quicker in central midfield as well. With Norgard, I'm not sure he's quite there yet. Uh, Jensen, the, the pace in which he turns and plays, I think, could come, but it's not quite there yet either. And then just a sort of lack of sort of real attacking options. When Makocho and Ben Rama came on together, significant difference, I thought. Much more sort of fluid movement up there. And then we just sort of decided to put all of the attackers on the pitch and give up with defending. And, and that gave us a bit of an outlet, but still not really clear-cut chances until the very end where there was some heroic defending from Charlton, unfortunately. I mean, and so, I mean, we're, we're a month in now. This has been a, a fairly average start for the bees. Okay, we haven't lost every match and we haven't drawn every match, but it's not been it's not been thirty million pounds worth of signing type uh, action going on there, is it? Yeah. See, when you put it like that, and when I remember what I was feeling like as we were going into the first game, thinking this could really be a sort of a step up. This is a different caliber of Brentford. We might be this, we might be playing with the sort of top two, you know, getting into the playoffs. It sort of like, feels kind of similar to especially last season or even the seasons before that where we're looking at sort of ninth to 11th place, unfortunately. But in the grand scheme of things and in the longer term, you still take that every day. <laughs> so Charlton Athletic in the house here as well, sitting there sipping your pint with a bit of a smug, smug smile on your face, as I'd say. No, no, this is all good. I've known you for years. And at the end of the day, you know, we won, beat you last time 3-0 and uh, we've given you one back here as well. And to be fair, you defended very well. Do you think you were deserving of the three points today? But didn't we beat you in the other game? The away game? Mm, yeah, we won't talk about that. Anyway, but anyway, were you deserving of the three points today? All right, because uh, uh, just about. We deserved it after Wednesday's performance, that's all I would say. I mean, against Wednesday's performance, you played Nottingham Forest, you played very well against Nottingham Forest, and you passed the ball around uh, very well and ended up with one point. So after today, I think we were a bit lucky. You were very good, well organised, you lacked a centre forward. There was two differences in the game. We had Johnny Williams and you had no centre forward. That, that, that summed up the game, really. I mean, and then Johnny Williams, is the, he picked up the ball in the midfield, he got the tackle. When he was on the floor, I thought he actually kind of picked the ball with his legs and kind of sort of kind of slightly obstructioned it, but, you know, and I call, did call it at the time. You know, if we see it on the replay, you see whether or not there's an obstruction by Williams actually picking the ball between his legs and sort of kind of bringing it up and across and out. But he put the ball back into play and you scored the goal from that. But never mind, it was a goal. Brentford had plenty of opportunities to get him back into this game, though, didn't they? Not really, no. You had lots of possession around the area, and but if you had a good centre forward, you would have you would have won probably today. Simple as that. So listen, Charlton Athletic. Like I said to you, I've talked to the other guys. You're doing all right. Better than you thought. Yeah, very much so. As far as we're concerned, we're 25 percent of the way there where we need to be. 44 points as a target, and we've got we've got 11, I think, as of today. Okay, right. Well, enjoy your, enjoy your pint and I'll probably catch up with you a little bit later. We've got a couple of more Charlton boys in the house here as well today. Just give us a quick summary of this game today. You're very happy, I can imagine. Uh, Brentford dominated possession-wise. No one, no one really had many chances. Uh, what was it? Two clear-cut chances for Brentford, one for us. You know, it's the difference is we took ours, didn't take yours. Uh, 
I mean, um, how did the match compare to? I mean, Charlton been here a couple of, you know, this has been a few games that you played this season, and how did this game compare to the other games? Has it been more difficult? Has been, you know, has, has it been different? You know, have, have you had to sort of kind of approach this different, where you were more under the cosh slightly? Uh, the way we played today was nowhere near as good as we played last week against uh, who was it? Uh, Stoke City and you played uh, Forest as well, didn't it? Uh, yeah, against, against Forest we dominated that. Against Stoke we dominated as well. Today we just, I think the sun killed us. Usually we have Williams, Gallagher, Cullen all over the place. Today they were tired. They didn't do as much running as they usually did. But still, still we, we didn't really dominate the possession either. Uh, Brentford kind of played us at our own game. You know, they passed it around. They got the chances. They got it around the box, but they never did anything with it. And, uh, I mean, this season, where do you see it's going to be going for Charlton? I mean, I think we can surprise people. Uh, we come up through, we come up through the playoffs. We got the, uh, you know, we've got we got goal scorers. We have got Lyle Taylor. We have got people who can create it, and Johnny Williams. We have got a lot of momentum behind us as well. Uh, also, home games. We're not really going to lose at the Valley, you know. So we got all of them. We got points coming through that. Away games, we've got a lot of support going away. I don't think I don't think we'll lose many games this season. It's famous last words. <laughs> Charlton fans very happy, very optimistic. I want to look at the cable cars actually. I was gonna get a cable car to the game today, but I decided to get the boat, but I might have to get the cable car back home just so that I've completed the circuit, you know what I'm saying? You know, the the, the aquatic and the aerial circuit as we do. But I diverse. So if I mate. yeah. Yeah, I, I digress, as they say. Um, let's, get, let's, get, let's get back to talking about football. You, know, you can see we try not to talk about the game today because it was a little bit of deja vu. It's a little bit of Groundhog Day, was it not? Yeah, it was. Um, I'm, I'm, we're all disappointed at the start of the season and we all really, really, it's, it's clear where the problem is. There's something not quite working um, in the middle and I think it's been right, it's been pointed out, the pace of uh, the ball being played out from the back it's it's not zipping out. It's it's, it's kind of it's it's co- it's confident, but it's it's, it's not it's not quick. Um, and obviously up front we're 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 impotent. Um, it goes without saying. I'm glad the club have kind of tried to address that during the week, and we brought in a striker. Um, how long he takes to get up to speed, and whether he's any good or not, we'll we'll find out. Um, Marcus Force, he, he, he needs to be given a go now. It, it, it's, it's obvious. Ollie Watkins is, isn't the answer up, up top. There's nothing wrong with Ollie, um, but it, he's not centre forward. So Marcus Force deserves his chance, absolutely. I, I hear that, and the people that are calling for that are right. Um, what, there's a lot of people that are saying we're shit, and we're not. We're not a crap team. Um, what, what I can see is things that aren't working, and it's all fixable. Um, I, I agree that some of the, the you know the transfer fees that we've seen don't seem to be um, uh, put, transferring themselves onto the pitch. You know, you expect if you pay six million pound for a player, you expect him to be world class, really. But obviously, that's the transfer market these days. Um, so I'm not despondent. I am. I am really frustrated. Obviously, like everyone else, we've not come across London. We've not spent a Saturday trying to trying to sort of you know lose lose a football game. I didn't see a team out there today that was trying to lose it. You look at all the stats, and you know people say, "Oh, stats mean nothing," but they, they do really. You know, we we created a lot of chances, which means we're playing pretty good. But once we solve that problem. 
you know, it's, it's, it's obvious that it's obvious. It's obvious. It becomes more obvious where the problems lie, and and, and we have to fix it, Bill. And I mean, I've got to have to ask a question because again, it's a slight elephant in the room, and we've kind of like lay this one down low because it's been, you know, it's been a full year. And it's been, a, you know, it's been a full year nearly uh, since Thomas Frank has come in, and you know, he had a terrible start to his reign, and then he brought it back again, and he's doing all right. But this season, you know, we've bought players for a lot of money. Yes, okay, they may not have gelled, but there is quite a lot of question marks flying around about the suitability of Thomas Frank to the head coach role. Have you got any thoughts on that? Because I know originally, and I'm not going to go beforehand, you thought you weren't quite sure whether or not it's the right person. We no. said, let's give him some time and give him some players. I, I, was, I was very vociferous about him not being suitable for the job at the beginning. Um, not right at the beginning, you know, after, after the 9 or 10 or the 11th game or whatever. Um, and I was proved to be wrong, I thought, uh, uh, at the time. And, you know, as you say, there's no point in having a mind if, it's, if you're not able to change it. And, I, and I, I did change my mind about Thomas Frank. And he, towards the end of the season, we were playing some really good football. And, the, and the, you know, we, we could have, could have, should have made the playoffs. We're... We're five games, six games into um, a new season, and I'm not even gonna, you know, I'm not even gonna start thinking about that until Christmas. We're not going down, and you know, it's, it depends on what your expectations are. And you know, you can call me an old fart, and you can say, you know, I'm I'm settling for second best, but I, you know, I'm at the default position where I I'm just delighted to be. Um, looking like a great team or a really, really good team in the second tier of English football. Will we make the Premiership this season? Unlike, unlikely. Um, but it's it's nine months. I keep saying it, it's a nine month season. We're we're a few games in, so you know I'm 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 not going to press the panic button yet. So Thomas Frank, you know, we, but we know you know the elephant in the room. You say that, but the the, the, the owner and the DOF said they're, they're they're more than happy with him. So it's. We're not we're not stuck with him, but you know he's there for the long term. The long term, Thomas Frank is there for Brentford. It's got a long term plan. It may be, as I said beforehand, maybe we're planning for next season, and we've got all these players in, and we're going to get them all in the same contract, so they don't leave next summer and so what we'll do is we'll have a team that has gelled by next season and we'll go up in the first season in the new stadium that's my new theory after uh, we decided to buy about 45,000 players in the last couple of days of the window anyway this is the Besotted Pride of West London podcast it's been a lovely day in Charlton other than the 90 minutes of the bet we won't talk about that but anyway listen Brentford haven't won but we've got another game again on Saturday Derby County again you need to come down to that it's going to be great it's going to be sunny it's going to be lively Derby always come down there lively I think we might have a little activity happening if you check out Besotted.com hopefully we'll be able to let you know about that but other than that Brentford have lost today, but we're going to ignore that and enjoy our evening, enjoy our bank holiday as we say, Come on, newbies! And there it is, that's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the Pro Pilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. 
Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.